Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your We are the last Americans. We are the last Americans. We are the last. Woo! Word up, brother! What is up, everybody? Happy what is going Monday on? Evening. Yes, happy moon day. Full moon right around the corner. Have you seen that thing? No. It's huge, dude. Is it? I haven't even looked at it. Yeah, it's uh, it's like a super moon. It's one of two super moons, I think, that we're going to have in August. Hmm. So, right. I mean, it's, it's going to be a full moon, uh, I think, either tomorrow night or tonight or something like that. But, yeah, dude, it's it's... I looked at it last night and uh, my three-year-old son was like, what is the sun doing out right now? And I'm like, that's the moon, child. You have a, <laughs> you got some learning to do. That okay. is the moon. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah, yeah there's so supposed Dave, to be a, actually there's supposed to be a blue moon this August also. Yes. Yeah, that happens that right at the end. And so, I don't know. I'm looking forward to that. But yeah, Dave obviously isn't here. He's moving into his house today. Yeah. I was actually over were, there a little, like literally a half hour ago and yeah. we were like pulling dressers and stuff out of the U-Haul. So sweating your ass off in a hundred degree weather. Yeah. You know, it's warm and you're sweating a lot when the sweat is dripping from your beard. Mm. Dude, that's, that's gross. Fun. It's fun. That's one thing about <laughs> Texas that I do not uh, envy you guys about because it's like I, the humidity, the heat, I can't do it. I mean, but when I was there in like the, you know, April, that yeah. was good. That was fucking, that was nice weather right there. I mean, it's, even though it was raining, it's, it's hot. Uh, it's just different because it's not like you're like, oh my God, oh, it's, it's so hot. I can't, oh, I can't do it. It's like, you're just, you're sweating a lot and that's yeah. just kind of how it is. But, but that's the, that's the problem, dude. I, I mean, I sweat in the gym a lot. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love to sweat, but. Like when I don't want to, I want to sweat when I like am in the appropriate time to sweat. I don't want to just sweat for no reason. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, if you're just standing there, I mean, yeah, I guess you are sweating a little bit, but definitely, yeah. definitely not as if you're like, if I'm like scrubbing the pool or raking leaves or something, I'm definitely sweating a lot more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some sort of effort. Yeah. Well, anyway, <clears throat> so yeah, we got some uh, good juicy topics to talk about today, you guys, before we yeah. get started. Make sure to like and leave a comment and subscribe to all of our channels. We're on YouTube right now, so go ahead and leave a thumbs up. If you're on Apple or Spotify, leave a five-star rating. Anywhere that you can leave us a five-star rating, go ahead and do it, man, because it helps us climb those charts, helps that algorithm. Yeah, go hit every star you can, and also share it with a friend. Ooh, share yeah, share like it that. with a friend. You guys can listen together. And then you can you share, you share, he can share with his friends and then it just grows and grows and grows. It's like an STD, you know, just uh, <laughs> show it, tell but you a, grow it and but then a good one. spread it. There you go. Yeah. The best STD ever. That's like what our show is. 
So, yeah, where do you want to start today? The big news, the Hunter Biden stuff? Uh, yeah, I mean, might as well. That's what everything's going off of right now, right? Uh, yes. The, the whistleblower, Devin Archer, testified against the, uh, well, not against the, but to the House committee. Yeah. Yeah, so Devin Archer is, he worked with Hunter Biden, right, at Burisma yeah. and Rosemont Center. Yeah, he was a partner. Yes, and so he was this uh, longtime friend and business associate of Hunter Biden. He testified in front of the House Oversight Committee today, mm-hmm. and there was some news that came out, and a lot of people were speculating that he wasn't going to make it because what happened this weekend is the DOJ came out, and they were trying to, like, uh, arrest his ass or, like, you know, try to make it so that way he didn't show up on Monday. Yeah, like. I've heard several, like, versions of this. Did they actually, like, have an arrest warrant for him? Because I I read also that they had just sent a letter. Yeah, that's and what saying, it was. It was uh, a letter on Saturday morning. Uh, actually, yeah. uh, you just need to uh, report to prison. Yeah, right? Come on, just uh, <laughs> report to prison. You'll be fine, and then uh, you'll just shut your damn mouth. And how is there no investigation into that? Like, you have right? this whistleblower or this guy going to testify in front of Congress. And then at the days before you have the department of justice going, actually you are under arrest. Well, yeah. So I brought a clip of Maria Bartaroma and Mm. she's talking to Comer and hopefully she kind of breaks this down because it's about a two minute long clip. And I think Comer kind of tells you what the creepy DOJ was up to. Yeah. I want to ask you about your investigation, but first, let me get to this breaking news. I have oh God, in my voice. hand a letter from the Department of Justice that was sent to the Southern District let of me New York on me, Saturday. Me, me, me. Uh, by the way, Devin Archer is testifying on Monday. Do you ever see, do you usually see the DOJ send letters like this out on a Saturday? Never. Never. This is never. the first time I've ever heard of the Department of Justice <laughs> doing anything on a Saturday. I've what? never heard of like, it. What the fuck? I've never heard of anyone sending letters on a Saturday before. No one sends letters on Saturdays. The post office so closed, is this bitch. Letter? Can you walk us through it? Uh, the government is uh, apprising the court of the status of Devin Archer's appeal of his judgment of conviction, and they request that the court set a surrender date for the defendant to report to a facility. Uh, please walk us through what this right. letter says. Yeah, the letter from the Department of Justice is uh, trying to nudge the judge to go ahead and uh, sentence Devin Archer uh, for something unrelated to what we're going to be talking to him about tomorrow. Uh, It's odd that it was issued on a Saturday, and it's odd that it's right before he's scheduled to come in to uh, have an opportunity to speak in front of the House Oversight Committee and tell the American people the truth about what really went on with Burisma. So, you know, I don't know if this is a coincidence, Maria, or if this is another example of the weaponization of the Department of Justice, but I can tell you this, the lengths to which the Biden legal team has gone to try to intimidate our witnesses, to coordinate with the Department of Justice, and to certainly coordinate with the Democrats on the House Oversight Committee to encourage people not to cooperate with our investigation, to encourage banks not to turn over bank records, to encourage Treasury not to let us have access to those suspicious activity reports. It's very troubling, and I believe that uh, this is another violation of the law. This is obstruction of justice. But nevertheless, we're going to continue to do nothing. I want to ask you about your... So my question is, you you say 
And it's just kind of goes along the same lines as what we've always said, right? Why is nothing being done? Like yeah. you say that they are interfering constantly with this stuff, but yet you mm. do you do nothing in retaliation. You do nothing to hold them to account. Well, that's the problem. Is it's the DOJ, so it's like who are you going to call? You know, you can't just call up Ghostbusters. You know, it's like who investi who who puts the DOJ in trouble? Like, you know what I mean? Like, what's the chain of command there? You know. Well, there's got to be somebody, right? Either it be yeah, fucking you but, have National Guard come in and arrest people so they can be taken to court, or you, you like yeah. you fucking have Capitol Police do something, arrest people, or I don't know. Well, you know what? Technically, like legally, they did nothing wrong, the DOJ, right? Because they, they were sentencing this guy. He did something wrong, and he's serving some time in prison from my understanding this Devin Archer guy but before he goes to prison he was going to talk to the house intelligence committee or this house whatever committee and reveal what he knows about his association with Hunter Biden and and Joe Biden as well so I mean technically they didn't do anything wrong it's just it's out of the norm and it looks really freaking sleazy because you're just trying to shut this guy up before he goes and testifies. Right. Yeah. And you, and that, but that's the thing too. Like you've known that he's going to testify. Like, yeah. It's why, like the last, like hour, if you like were the, going you know, to do wait. this, if you're going to actually arrest him and now he has to go to prison, and do his time or whatever. Mm-hmm. Why wait till right before? Why wouldn't you have done it already? Why wouldn't you, do it after. I mean, obviously you wouldn't do it after because he has things you don't want people to hear. Yeah. It's that shock and awe, you know, it's that, uh, the art of surprise and all that shit. You catch people off guard. They go, Oh wait, what should I do? I, I don't know. You know what I mean? And it's, it's like what, uh, what Comer was saying. It's you're impeding every single part of this process where, whether it's like you're saying you're, um, like, um, intimidating maybe, Banks not yeah. to release certain, uh, you know, evidence because of. Well, isn't that against the law in itself? Intimidating witnesses. I don't know if they're intimidating, but they're just making it harder, right? They're yeah, making it yeah, but you could. Just, that, that's an intimidation tactic. It is. Like but you have, I don't know. If right it's before illegal, you're though. supposed to go testify, you have the Department of Justice now, like saying, "No, you have to come to. You're going to prison right now." Yeah. But I mean, in the end, who does this help? Because honestly, you have like Maria Bartiroma talking to Comer now and Comer. I think it helps Comer. It helps like if you think that Joe Biden and Hunter Biden are like guilty and you're seeing the DOJ kind of doing this to uh, whistleblowers that want to speak against the guilty party. Mm-hmm. You know, it kind of like it helps Comer's case here. Right. Yeah. Uh, so in the end, you did have Devin Archer. He had four hours. He had a four-hour interview with the committee. Yeah. And I have the oversight. I sent it to you. This is the official statement from Comer. And I have some key takeaways here. And there's several bullet points on this list. And so I was just going to kind of read through these here. Okay. So the key takeaways from the Devin Archer's transcribed interview. Number one, Devin Archer testified that the value of adding Hunter Biden to Burisma's board was, quote, the brand. 
and confirmed that the vice president Joe Biden or then vice president Joe Biden was the brand. Well, yeah, yeah, of course he's the brand because he's the one within the, the United States government that would be able to do any kind of bidding that needed done. Exactly. Yeah. The influence, the sway. So number two, Archer admitted that Burisma would have gone out of business if the brand had not been attached to it. He believed that Hunter Biden being on the board and the Biden brand contributed to Burisma's longevity. People would have intimidated to mess with Burisma legally because, or would, yeah, they would have been intimidated to mess with Burisma legally because of the Biden brand. So mm-hmm. they stayed away from messing uh, with Burisma because Biden was on there. Yeah. Well, However, and- if you read that, though, it says he believed. Okay, so it's, there's nothing hard yeah. proof there. It's just he's speculating here. Yes. You know? <laughs> yeah, but so then we- you have all that situation where when it came to Poroshenko or whatever the the uh, investigator that Biden had removed. Yeah. Yep. That that has nothing to do with. I believe he was there for this reason. That's right. exactly why he was there. Exactly. Yeah. So that's actually in number three. This this bullet point number three. So in December 2015, Mike Mikola Zolchevsky, the owner of Burisma, and Vadim Bazarsky. An executive of Burisma placed constant pressure on Hunter Biden to get help from D.C. regarding the Ukrainian prosecutor, Victor Shokin. Oh, it's Shokin, not Poroshenko, sorry. Yes, so Shokin was investigating Burisma for corruption. Hunter Biden, along with Zolchevsky and Pazarsky, called D.C. to discuss the matter. Biden, Zolchevsky, and Pazarsky stepped away to make the call. This raises concerns that Hunter Biden was in violation of the foreign agent's registration act and that was a that was like a a big deal there about the whole he didn't register as a foreign agent yeah because he's working with foreign uh business leaders or powerful people and because his dad who is then vice president right is also involved he's working on behalf of almost as on behalf of the american people so he would have to register as an asset to whatever yeah, well, I mean, he's working with foreign business partners to call uh, Washington, D.C., yeah. you know what I mean? So, I mean, it's it's like a legal transaction with the government at that point. But yes, so in December 15th, that's when they were putting pressure on Hunter Biden to get a hold of his dad saying, hey, we got to fire this Victor Shokin guy because Victor Shokin, like that whole Biden name that's protecting Burisma, mm-hmm. it's not working with this guy. Yeah. Like Victor Shokin's coming after our ass and we need to get rid of this guy. And then that leads into that whole uh, quid bro, quid pro Joe where he admitted, I, I don't remember where he was at though, but it's on tape. It's like, yeah, a famous, he was, at, he was, at not, it wasn't a rally, but he was like at some, like a summit or something summit or question answer thing, or I don't remember what he was doing. Yeah, but it was the famous interview where he was saying that he got the prosecutor fired because of the one, or he was withholding the $1 billion until Victor Shokin got yeah. fired. And son of a bitch, he got fired. Then they went through with the whole $1 billion. So number four, Devin Archer testified that Hunter Biden put then Vice President Joe Biden on the speakerphone during business meetings over 20 times. Now, that was this was one of the big takeaways from mm-hmm. today. 
So Archer testified that Joe Biden was put on the phone to sell, quote, the brand. These phone calls include a dinner in Paris with a French energy company and in China with Jonathan Lee, the CEO of BHR. And this kind of contradicts the whole thing where Joe constantly said on the campaign trail, I have never talked to anybody with Hunter's business deals. I have nothing to do with Hunter Biden. I don't yeah, know anything. Except that you were sounding on phone calls or in person at least 20 times. Yeah. And I mean, if you had no you know, involvement at all, why would you even be there or talking to those people at all? Exactly. Right. So you're, you're getting contradicting things, but like it just fits the model of Joe Biden's a consistent pathological liar. Yeah. He's lied about, I mean, there's YouTube reels where you can just watch and it says like lie after lie after lie after lie. And it dings every time Joe Biden lies. Yeah. Like he got, he lied about like his college education his degrees that he got being he, at the top of his class where he grew up like what like yeah like everything. his uncle or grandpa being in the coal mining industry all that shit corn pop yeah all that <laughs> you know what i mean and one of the funniest clips that i ever seen was he was on joe biden was on jimmy kimmel or like um uh, one of those late time shows and he admitted that he like he lies to make the story more interesting sometimes oh you know what I mean? Well, he's a politician. He's a career politician. Like he's been, yeah, he's a career he, he's liar. Fucking and, you know. been there and saying, telling people what they need to hear to get what he wants done for decades. Exactly, and doing the complete opposite behind people's backs. Yeah, you know that's the name of the game. So number five, Archer acknowledged that then Vice President Biden had coffee with Jonathan Lee, the CEO of BHR, in Beijing. Then Vice President Biden even wrote a letter of recommendation for college for Lee's daughter. Mm. So they were close. Okay. They went to coffee, getting to know the family, writing recommendation letters and shit. So now he's involved in dealings or with people from multiple countries. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, because that, that CEO one with BHR, I don't know what what is that? Is that um, I, I don't know what that is, but he was in Beijing, and then yeah. Burisma isn't in Beijing, is it? No, Burisma is so, in Ukraine, right? Yeah. So there's two countries now he's involved in in dealings with. Yep. So it just he's spreading it. He's spreading it out. Now you have multiple countries that you have ties to, and you're probably doing things you shouldn't be doing. Absolutely, man. Um. So the sixth point, Archer confirmed Joe Biden was referred to as, quote, my guy by Hunter Biden. So this kind of fits the whole model of the big guy. Hunter Biden's now calling him my guy. Yeah. You know, I don't know. It's kind of like a commonly. It's, well, it's funny phrase, that so. he would say that because like he's going, oh, I got my guy over here. And yeah, US, that's in my the US government over here can get some stuff done. Really, it's his dad. I know that's kind of like a creepy way. You know, I would never call like my dad, my guy, you know, my guy in DC. Uh, I guess if I was trying to be super surreptitious and, and fricking like cokehead sneaky about it. I guess. Um, so this last little bullet point, it says in spring of 2014, then vice president Biden attended a business dinner with his son, Hunter and his associates at the cafe Milano in Washington, DC. Elena, Baterina, a Russian oligarch who is the widow of the former mayor of Moscow, attended the dinner. Notably, the Biden administration's public sanction list for Russian oligarchs does not contain Baterina. 
So she was there at this dinner talking to them about who knows what. Who knows what? And was left off the list of people that were actually supposed to be there. Yeah, well, like right now, his current administration, the public sanctions list for Russia oligarchs, mm. does not include her. So she can, she's not uh, publicly on a sanctions list. Yeah. You know, and, and but Russia's the bad guy. You have all of these, uh, you know, people going over there. And blah, blah, blah. But I, I know there's a lot of oligarchs that aren't on that list either. There was another one um, who is heavily tied up in like the whole Illuminati stuff. Mm. I know that's, that's weird, but like he was married to. Um, married to, I believe, the wife of Chris Cornell or the. Um, Chris Cornell's wife had a maid of honor who was married to this Russian oligarch. I can't remember his name, but there's like some ties there where, yeah, I think Chris Cornell got caught up in that kind of stuff too. So this, this is the whole thing. Um, there's a clip of the uh, Biden talking to Hunter Biden's associates or something 20 times that I sent you. It's a, just a clip of Fox news. Yeah. So they kind of discuss it here. This now, Jillian, this is intriguing to our viewers at home. Archer tells the House investigators that Hunter Biden Oops. have greater success in the business. Archer tells the House investigators that Hunter Biden put then VP Biden on a speakerphone more than 20 times to sell, quote, the brand in parentheses in business conversations. And Chad goes on to say that Archer testified that there was a value of adding Hunter Biden to Burisma's board, uh, was the brand. Burisma is the energy company out of Ukraine. Uh, the argument was that then Vice President Joe Biden brought the most value to the brand. There's that phrase yet again. Archer also stated that Burisma would have gone under if not for the brand. Wow. In December of 2015, the owner of Burisma, a gentleman, the CEO who ran the company, placed constant pressure on Hunter Biden to get help from uh, Washington, D.C. regarding the Ukrainian prosecutor, Victor Shokin. To tie okay. this all together, it, it looks, now, sounds like this he's energy just, uh, company, Jill. Yeah, just doing the same shit. He's just, uh, yeah, reiterating. Why do all these guys want? have, like, the, the fucking slicked back hair? Dude, it's the look, man. Like, they all do. Like, why? Yeah. That's not a... Well... I, I mean, just because... Yeah, the, the if I ever inside. became, like, some kind of big-time business guy, like, I'm, I'm, I'm a mover and shaker of the world, I'm not slicking oh, yeah. my hair straight back like that. Not doing it. Okay. Well, I mean, hey, you, you, you do what you gotta do, okay? Well, there's, there's, a, there's, there's other looks. Code. Why don't you change it up a little bit? Like, maybe a mohawk or something? What are you thinking? No, I'm not thinking, like, a mohawk. But what if you, like... Why can't one of these guys be like super dapper and like go back to like the the thirties and forties style look where they like have the shave sides and like doing like a side comb oh, okay. and they're like got the beards and like looking badass. Why do you always gotta you. be look like a politician? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's like you a, look the like, shave side look. You know, that's that's like Boardwalk Empire. You know, yeah, what I mean? you, like you, you look like, like you're freaking... running for office in California. Yeah. Hey there, or like a car salesman or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, have you seen the new Mitsubishi that's coming out? Oh, great horsepower on this bad boy. Come on in. <laughs> Let's take a test drive. Yeah, yeah they're, they're they all, all look like that. completely shady. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, they're, uh, you know, asset owned. You know, who owns Fox News? Right. 
Yeah, well, I'm not business. talking about just the guy on like Fox News, but I'm talking about Archer. He has the slick back hair. Then they had that picture of Hunter Biden himself. When he's doing his work, he's got his slick back hair. Joe Biden does mm. his slick back hair. Yeah, that's it's true. Like, it's, like a, it's like their mob look. It's like a tell. Like, hey, are you in the club? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. AP in the chat says modern greasers. Yeah, dude, if you think uh, about maybe. it, come on now. Maybe. But not really, because they're not cool, because the greasers were freaking cool, right? They were. I mean, I'm sure they're cool in their own little circles, maybe. That's true. <laughs> hey, who's who's the coolest? Look at that guy's hair. <laughs> I wonder if they talk about it. They're like, dang, dude, did you see that guy's hair? Man, Hunter Biden's uh, hair looks on point tonight. He's serious. Damn, dude. Um. So, yeah, that's the whole thing with Hunter Biden. Do you think this goes anywhere? What are your thoughts, Chris? Um, I think it does go a little bit farther, honestly. I think they've already announced that they're going to have more witnesses testify that involving that are involved in this. Um, I think they've already got like in contact with him or something like that. I'm not sure exactly on that, but I did mm-hmm. see like that the House committee came out and put out said something about they're having more witnesses come come talk now after this so after this one yeah it seems like the plan right now that the house committee is trying to do is verify and just just say look joe biden was part of hunter biden's schemes right that's yeah. what they're trying to do and they're probably they're trying to get 100 evidence out there because there was a lot of i believe he said he was on the phone with not a lot of physical proof Right, it's circumstantial evidence at this point. So what I'm thinking is going to happen is that there's going to be some physical evidence that comes out soon. Maybe some like video footage, right? Or somebody recorded conversations. Yeah, recorded phone calls. Yeah, because that's another thing. If he was on speakerphone more than twenty times, somebody had to record something, right? Yeah. Well, and then the phone call that um, Joe Biden made to Poroshenko, I think then. The guy who ran uh, Ukraine before Zelensky, remember that phone call he was on, like with Poroshenko saying, like, you know, I, I really want to thank you for what you did. And Poroshenko was the one who recorded it because you could tell it was much louder on the call. Yeah. And it sounded like Joe Biden was on the telephone. Yep. And I think like Poroshenko kind of did this as blackmail on Biden. He just was like, yeah, I fired the guy for no reason. No reason at all. I do what you say. I, I fire him. I will get the one billion dollars. Yes, you're happy. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I think something. I think something else is gonna is gonna come of this. Obviously, it's like every fucking week. There's something else, uh, damaging to the Biden family that comes out every week. It's like, oh, there's this whistleblower says this. Oh, there actually, there's this documentation over here now. Oh, there's these conversations that happened. We have proof of. There's probably going to be something either they're going to have more people come to testify and more things are going to line up. And then someone's going to come forward with something that like is going to be like, oh, shit. It'll take down the house, bro. Like I I see it kind of going in that direction. I don't know if it'll actually happen or not, but eventually it's all this is has to hit a wall sometime. It has to. There has to be an yeah. end point. There has to be a point where, boom, there it is. It can't go any further. Now we have to do something about this. Yeah, I think it's going to be a whoop. There it is. I think that's when everybody goes, 
there it is. There it is. And then Biden oh, yeah. does that like dirty shuffle and, like, and he, he backs himself his into a jail cell. <laughs> yeah. You know, he just like gets handcuffed. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think that they're slowly. This is the slowest impeachment process that I've ever seen because they're going to impeach Biden. They're getting the case. It's like they're trying to trickle out all this evidence. But I'm like, damn, bro. Yeah, this is the slowest thing I've ever seen. Like, how long did it take to impeach Trump? And I get like it didn't work. So maybe that's why it didn't work is because they did all this shit too fast. Maybe. But I mean, is he are they planning on doing this before he's out? Like, because that's not too far away. Right. It's like if you're going to impeach him, you better hurry up. Yeah. I I just. I don't know exactly what's going to happen. I just feel like something has to happen. Like, you can't have all this looking into and all this information and then nobody do anything. It can't happen. Uh, Danielson just said, I just looked if a president can pardon himself, and a lot of articles came up asking if Trump can pardon himself. Um, That's a whole nother story. Yeah. I've read read back to Hunter Biden real quick, just to end my thing on it. I think that if he does get arrested or indicted or something, I can definitely see Biden pardoning him. And that would be enough to impeach him. Pardoning Hunter. Yeah. Because think about yeah. it. If, if, if Hunter gets indicted and it starts this lawsuit mm-hmm. and you have discovery and you find out, oh, Joe Biden. I mean, because that's why I think they're inviting all of these uh, people to these House committees, because they know if they just indict Hunter, it will stop the whole thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they have to do all this stuff. It's kind of like a catch-22. Because if they indict Hunter Biden, Biden, I think, uh, Joe Biden can just yeah, uh, if they, pardon if him they and end in, it. In, indict him right off the bat, they can't get the information on anybody else. Mm-hmm. I or mean, they just I can't mean, get the information on Joe Biden. That, can't, that makes right sense now, to me. Yeah, they're, they're trying to extract as much information about how much did Joe Biden know of Hunter Biden's operations as they can. And not just know yeah. how much was he involved. For sure. Yeah. Yep. And I don't know, like you're saying that they're probably going to bring in more witnesses and all this stuff. And, but it's interesting because if that were the case, why wouldn't the dirty DOJ just indict Hunter Biden and get it done and end this? And then, you know, like if this were the case, I don't know if this is like the the legal standing here where if you indict somebody and they get pardoned, and you can't pursue it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the case. But if that is the case, why wouldn't the dirty DOJ just indict Hunter Biden and then Joe Biden just clears his name, pardons him right away, and then just end this? Listen up, everybody. We love Ghostbed. They have been a loyal sponsor with the Drinking Bros over the past five years, and everybody raves about them. They have super comfortable mattresses that last forever, and they're made in the USA. Yeah, guys, every mattress has a 20-year warranty, some even 25. You can try it out for 101 nights. If you don't like it, you can send it right back. No hard feelings. 
at One all. of our favorite parts about these ghost beds is that they have the cooling technology built into each and every mattress. So if you have those hot nights like you do down there in Texas, mm-hmm. it's a lifesaver. It's going to be 105 this week, and I got a ghost bed myself, so I'm going to keep it nice and cool down there, if you know what I'm saying. So, yeah, uh, Ghost Bed also offers bundles, so you can get everything you need. You don't really even have to think about it. You just choose from the four mattresses, then pick your bundle. So whether you want a mattress and a frame or you want it all, like the pillows, sheets, all that great stuff, uh, you get the best bang for your buck with those bundles. Right now, GhostBed is offering 40% off GhostBed bundles where you get a mattress and an adjustable base, or you get 30% off of everything else if you just use the code DRINKINGBROS at GhostBed.com slash DRINKINGBROS. Yeah, man. Uh, you can buy a mattress for as little as $35 a month. Uh, they have a $0 down, 0% financing plan for up to 60 months. Go check it out at GhostBeds.com backslash DRINKINGBROS. It is awesome. Mm. Oh, my gosh. Oh, what is that smell? That's a rusty, crusty, piss-soaked default mattress. Get that out of here, okay? Ghostbed RV mattresses. Get yourself an RV mattress for 30% off using the code DRINKINGBROS. Yeah, man. If your uh, mattress looks like a saltine cracker, it's time to upgrade, okay? Get that Ghostbed right now. Get it out of here. Ghostbed.com backslash DRINKINGBROS. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Yeah, because I think that would that would obviously make you look way guilty in the eyes of the public. For sure. Right? Because uh, if yeah. they indict him and then he gets pardoned, obviously you're trying to cover something. You're trying yeah, to stop something I, from I happening. Think, I, think they, I think everybody knows that Joe Biden's days as president are numbered, whether that be his ill health or whether that be his unpopularity or whether that be like his corruptness and criminality, right? Yeah. I, I think that if they know that his days are numbered and they're ready to just kind of roll with somebody else, just pull the plug on him, you know what I mean? Indict Hunter Biden, and then he can pardon him, and then everybody goes, okay, well, now we're going to impeach you. Well, I think that's the thing. I don't think they have anybody else that would even hold a candle to anybody. There's Mm. there's no one in the Democratic Party that is even a prospect of running that would has any kind of numbers that would stand a chance against anybody. Yeah, I know. But, I mean, as far as 
not having this in the news and not having this clog news cycles. Because you don't want this in the news. That's, I mean, I'm guessing as the Democratic Party, you wouldn't want this in the news. So why not just kind of do things to hurry it up and get it done with? You know, it's like um, when you're losing the game so bad, like the slaughter rule, you know, and you just give up. Like if it's like the first inning in baseball and it's already like 99 to zero or something, it's like, whoa, bro. Yeah, we're done. (laughs) Uh, You guys are just uh, keep on hitting those home runs and we're just done. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, especially since you your main competition has come out and even is under the same kind of attack uh, lawfully. He's being indicted constantly. He actually came Trump. out and, uh, uh, yeah, Trump, he fucking, he came out and responded to this whole Archer thing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, this is not a good look for uh, old Joe Biden, which means I'll probably be indicted again soon. Oh yeah. Well, that is a thing though, because everybody like even, uh, I know this is bad, but my wife has an Alexa plugged in. Okay. Mm -hmm. And it has like the screen on it where it's like popping up articles and it's like Trump to be indicted soon or, you know, he's going to be indicted again soon. And I mean, even he's saying it. So, but that's like, we've known that, like they're going to go after him for the January 6th stuff. They're going to go after him for the Georgia Yeah, the Georgia voting stuff. So, I mean, he's going to be indicted at least two more times. You know, that's not that shouldn't be a shock to anybody. What are the odds that it happens this week? Um, like this you know, week or next it could week? be. I think it'll not happen in, on the full moon, bro. On the full moon? Yeah, either tonight or tomorrow night. Hmm. It's going to happen. They're going to use this full moon because they do that, right? They choose <laughs> these full moons for, like, important things. Well, that and there, there's a lot of heat on the Bidens right now. Even yeah, more than there was before. So yeah. now you have sh- this somebody Archer shit. Somebody out. should look this up. Was Trump indicted? His first indictment was that on a full moon? I don't think they would even keep record of that, dude. Oh come on now. But yeah, somebody somebody do the math out there and let me know because, I mean, there's a lot of weird shit that happens on full moons. I think like Trump got COVID on a full moon. Uh, the one of the first men who died of COVID died on a full moon. Kind of weird. I don't know. Is this fucking weird? Yeah, it's but weird. that's just me. Um, what do you think about that? That how what Trump said on? I think it was on. On I don't remember what who, what interview he was doing. Um, but he said if he's convicted and is sentenced to prison or whatever, he's still going to run for president. He said there's nothing in the Constitution that would stop him that could stop him from running from prison. Yeah. Well, I I ultimately think their goal is to get Trump removed from the ballot. And that's like, I don't know if you can be removed from a ballot if you're convicted. Uh, You know what I mean? I mean, I haven't looked at it, but if he's saying there's no constitutionality that would, that would prevent him from running, then Mm -hmm. like, yeah. So I think that that's, that's the one thing that they're going to try to do if they can't remove him from the ballot then they're going to indict him and try to prison imprison him. But if they get him removed from the ballot, I could see him winning the president as the largest write-in president ever. By write-in, he would win. Oh, you know what just, I mean? Just win the whole thing just from write-ins and not, not even be on a ballot. Yeah. Hmm. Cause think about it. Then that proves that people voted yeah, for you. There, there wouldn't be no like 
dots not being filled in or like it would be all right in. Yeah, it'd be people writing Donald John Trump on the ballot. And what what a better way to prove your your votes than have it be a write in. That's true. There's no way you can miscount that. Yeah. So and you can't argue it. You can't say that, oh, that bubble was supposed to be over here. And, you know, they've uh, Mm. no. This clearly says Donald Trump. Yeah. They wrote his name. His name is on this line. There's no fake. Yeah. That's the way it is. So I can definitely see something like that happen. That's interesting. I I don't know what. Yeah. That'd be something we'd have to find out if if being convicted would if they could remove you from the ballot. Okay. Well, I mean, Uh, the only way you'd be on the ballot is if you were the. The one chosen for your party, right? The. uh, Whatever it's called. What is it called? Uh, Like the candidate. Yeah, when they when they choose their their candidate or whatever. Yeah, the nominee. Or something. Yeah, the Republican nominee. Uh, if he wasn't the Republican nominee, then he wouldn't be on the ballot, right? Exactly. So yep. if he gets convicted, then they're like, "No, we can't choose him." Then they would have to be a write-in. Yeah, like if the the Republican National Convention was so dirty, where they were like, "Bro, uh, we're going with DeSantis." Sorry, Trump, uh, you're not going to be our candidate, all this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So that that's an interesting point because I think that it has to come down to one Republican, one Democrat, one independent, whatever, right? One of each. Yeah. I could be wrong there. There's a lot of this like election law stuff that I haven't really looked into. Like there's a lot of rules. I remember um, when Biden won, he was like... When he won, we were talking about how old he was. We're like, damn, dude, like this guy is old as fuck, right? And now look at him. But we were talking about like what happens if the elected president dies before being sworn in? Like what are the rules there? Because, I mean, that's a tricky situation, dude. Like you just had this presidential election. The the previous president's on his way out. The new one's on its way in. He's not sworn in yet. It's like that time between December and January, you know what I mean? Where yeah. it's like, okay, it's awkward. You know, this guy just lost. He's still president. So he's like, yeah, what do just, you do at that point? What if like, what if a uh, president dies? Like say he even like right before the election happens, he dies. And now there's no democratic party nominee. Can you just insert yeah. somebody else? No, I think we, we looked this up on the show. I think what happens is that the house and like Congress has to vote and nominate a new member. And I think mm. that they choose the next president. So it wouldn't go out to the the people anymore. The people wouldn't have. The Would choice. that be the same thing if like the, the nominee decided to drop out? Oh. Like if he won. Like, then, like, like you won the nomination. You won the nomination. Then like months before the election, he decided eh, I'm not running. Oh, okay. So you're saying the nominee. So I'm saying like, if this guy won, right? Like how Joe Biden won, he beat, well, I mean, come on. He beat Trump. Okay. Wink, wink. And then you had December roll through and then January until Joe Biden got inaugurated. Yeah. And so it's like, people were saying, what if Joe Biden dies before he gets inaugurated? Like he just won this election. So, but he's really old. What happens if something happens? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. who's our president at that point? And I think we looked that up. And I think, I think th- Congress has to vote on that. They would just, Congress itself would just vote in a new president. 
temporarily i think that yes they'd have to figure out uh, they'd have i feel like they would just have to run another election right yeah you'd think so but um we shall see uh yeah i, I just uh somebody in the uh chat here who was this this was bex or bex k they said don't have sex during full moons oh why? and so i like i asked i'm like why not have sex during full moons um, oh, and then Whitney says, because I will get pregnant. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Beck says bingo. All uh, right. Yeah. I didn't Ms. know Cupcake says full moon pregnancies last two years. <laughs> oh yeah. I Cause that's it. what happened to Whitney. Yeah. Dude, I think I was born during a full moon. I looked up, um, like full moons going back. <laughs> Whitney says, oh my God, it was a full moon. <laughs> <laughs> she did have, she got pregnant on full moon. Uh, apparently, apparently. Damn, bro. That's hilarious. See? It's those cycles, you know? The earth knows. She had a, she had a time warp pregnancy. There you go. Uh, dude, so I do want to kind of like pivot topics here and talk about Obama's chef. Oh, yeah, okay. Because we kind of discussed this on Friday. Everybody, on Fridays, we do a Patreon call-in show. They're off the chain. If you guys want to have the extra content and you want to support the show, Sign up on Patreon. Yeah. Um, try it out. If you don't like it, you can always cancel. But if you try it out, you can join and uh, call in and talk to us on Fridays. It's really fun. It is the but shit. We, yeah, but we we went kind of deep into this, at least for the, the first half of the show on Friday. But there's been some other kind of news here about Obama's chef, okay, because he's been spotted at the golf course. This was like a viral photo. Yeah. If you scroll down a little bit, there's like a viral photo of Obama. People are saying that he had a black eye. He has bandages all over his fingers on his left hand, which is his dominant hand because he's a lefty. He's a lefty through and through, okay? But um, I I don't know. Like with this, they reported it that he showed up in a green polo. Now look at that photo again. Does that look like a green photo to you? No, that looks yellow. Right? So what did they do to this picture? Did they, and look at the, the look at the grass. Obviously, they took the green out of the photo. Yeah. So they're trying to make his eye look more like a black eye than it really is. I yeah, think that's I mean, just the natural look. I mean, maybe he had a black eye. Maybe. But, I mean, who, who the fuck knows? Yeah. Well, well, so, like, the bandages on the finger, I think that might be sports tape. It is and sports I, tape. I was, that's right? so that's I was, a normal I was fucking this. thing. Like, the, the hand they don't wear the glove on, they always... Uh, do the the tape or the the bands or something. Actually, exactly. Uh, one of our Patreon members has a company where they actually sell these things. Yeah, Payton. Yeah, yeah Payton, Payton has, Payton has like a company where they, or something. They put it on their fingers and they have them like I don't know what exactly they do. I don't golf, but well, it supports. You can wear it during like tennis and all that shit. So it's like it supports like your knuckles and your tendons mm. and your bones and all that yeah, stuff. I, so like that I'm tissue can get ninety nine percent sure that's what that is. And it, it's not right. bandages on his fingers. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. And I think that, like, this photo gets thrown out there to make the conspiracy people look bad, right? Because yeah. what is odd, and we what we discussed about um, on Friday, is that the call log, the police station call log, like the 911 call log, yeah. for this specific call was blank. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a link to this. If you look in the article where it says call log, you can click on that and it will show you. Um, so you can show the people 
where it's blank. And it's, it's one of the oddest things because none of the other calls are blank, but just so happens that, Oh, uh, someone drowned at the Obama's residence or uh, somewhere close to Obama's house. And we have this blank freaking space right there. See right in the middle. And so if you look at the, the column headers, that is the event type slash disposition or dispo. It's uh, whatever that means. So they're just, they left off what type of event type it was. Yeah. But I mean, you have um, all types of events, like a boat incident, a prop check, a yeah. medical emergency, 911 hang up. Stolen motor vehicles. Like, right? Yeah. It's like, why are you not listing drowning? Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense why you wouldn't leave a description for what kind of call happened at that time. If you, you know, if it, it's if it's protocol to leave something like that on every single call like you were like that one's a report like the other ones are like CAD. I don't know what CAD stands for, mm-hmm. but the other report ones have descript- a small description of what it was. Exactly. So, so why I mean, would that like- one? Yeah, so like that is like evidence to me that I, I can like kind of dig on and be like, okay, that is odd. That's freaking, you know, I suspicious on, to me. I seen on Twitter today somebody somebody actually said that it was Michelle Obama that called 911. Well, it was a woman. Was it? Yeah, so uh, going back to this report here. Uh, so I just wanted to read a couple paragraphs before I uh, read that one, but it says, according to the statement from the Massachusetts state police reported by mass live, the unidentified, unidentified paddleboarder tried to swim to Campbell, but tragically quote, did not reach him in time. So somebody was paddleboarding with Campbell, mm. but Campbell sank Campbell's the chef, right? And after the failed rescue attempt, the individual managed to swim back to shore and alerted somebody who then called 911. So it says right here, a female made the initial 911 call who as of 8.18 p.m. was actively searching for Campbell on a boat per the Daily Mail. Now, here's where it's weird, because this is another thing that we talked about is the distance of where the event took place and where the 911 phone call came from. Yeah. So this says, adding to the mystery, the call's origin was marked at Wilson's Landing, a popular paddleboard launch site roughly two miles from the Obama residence on Turkey Land Cove, Turkey Land Cove. Mm -hmm. This information contradicts the Massachusetts State Police records stating that the first call originated from the Obama's residence. So that's interesting, right? Uh, I also seen a picture, too, of both Obama's daughters. Uh, paddleboarding in that same area. Well, they all paddleboard. I know they all paddleboard. I mean, there's, there's but like, of, if it uh, wasn't Michelle, it said if it was a woman, if it wasn't Michelle, and a call came from the residence, yep. was he paddleboarding with the daughters or with one of the daughters? Could have been. I mean, this guy was 45 years old. How, how old are the, the daughters? I don't know. Uh, but I mean, I they could just be friends and paddleboarding and all that, you know? Well, yeah, at that point, you're the house chef. You're, like we said on the, on the show, you're, you're not just an employee. He was brought home from the White House. They liked him so much that he's now serving as a chef at their private residence. He, and, yeah. like, you know these people. It's not like you're just a random dude working on the property. Exactly. So they did have a... Um, there's a bunch of misinformation going out there. That's what I'm trying to get at is because like 
there was something that said that he drowned in four feet or less than four feet of water, but that's not true. The Massachusetts State Police reiterated that he was found in nearly eight feet of water. Mm-hmm. He did not have any head wounds. Okay, but so all the all the original like theories that people that you were circulating have yeah they've at least come out and said, well, this one's not true, that one's not true, right? And like there was a theory out there that Obama's physician did the autopsy. That's not true. It was like a state medical examiner who did that. But here's the deal is, do you believe the Massachusetts State Department? Because they lied. They lied about the 911 phone call. They said that the first call originated from Obama's residence when it clearly did not. It came from two miles away on Wilson's Landing. So they got caught in a lie. So it's now you have some justification for not believing everything else that they're telling. True. But then you also have to ask, too, like, was it a lie or was, did they just not have correct information at the time? Because when all that stuff come out, it was very early. Granted, you'd think that kind of stuff would be the first things documented, right? Yeah. Oh, we uh, switched screens here. We went somewhere. Um So, well, so here's what I don't get is that they lied about the call. They left the call log blank. Mm -hmm. I mean, seemingly intentionally because everything around it had filled in values. It seemed like filling in the values was a standard operation. And then they just didn't follow the operation for that one call. Yeah. So there's something suspicious suspicious to me coming from the Massachusetts State Police where they're either trying to cover it up. And some people have said that, like, they are uh, Martha's Vineyard is like a collection. Like, they all are in this together, bro. Like, that's where you move when you're done. And, like, you're in this kind of group. Everybody's got each other's back. It's kind of like that. uh you know, like that mafia style where it's mm, like, hey, bro, you okay. know, you got this like deal yeah. going on. I got this deal going on. Let's let's be hush hush. You know, it's like an HOA on a legality level. Uh, or just like a corruption. <laughs> like if, you know, if like, everybody's rich you move here in this and HOA and you never have to worry about anybody coming after you. We cover for everyone. Hell yeah. That's why they made such a big deal about it. When was it? The Texas governor who sent all, or no, it was DeSantis who sent all of the illegal immigrants up to Martha's Vineyard. Mm, yeah. Remember that? Yep. And they all were like, uh, they were there less than 24 hours. That's how quickly they got rid of those immigrants. Yeah. So it's like, we don't want anybody here. We don't want anything, any suspicion. We don't want anybody like nosying around in here because we got shit going down. <laughs> we don't want anybody talking about it. Doesn't it seem like that? I mean, it seems this whole, the whole thing is weird, honestly. And for, Hmm? I just don't know there. this doesn't ever happen just to have, obviously it does happen to Clintons and all those people have had their (laughs) chefs die too, but, but I feel like just people dying around former presidents for it to be this big of news doesn't happen. Uh, and to have so much weird shit around it immediately. Yeah. It looks like a cover up. Right? I, I just don't know what to make of it. It's almost like Bob Saget's death. 
I mean, he, a medical examiner looked at Bob Saget's head and said it looked like somebody crushed this skull with a baseball bat. But he was found in his bed at the hotel room. Yeah. He had carpet, you know, carpeted floors, the soft headrest. It's like nothing would ever damage his head that, but he was just found in his bed with a crushed skull. Yeah. So my, my question would be around like, so it wasn't four feet. It was eight feet, which, you know, no, he's not eight feet tall. So drowning is very possible in that situation. If he would have fallen off his paddleboard, he didn't hit anything to keep him from swimming anywhere or anything like that. So either it was true that he can't swim and he fell off and wasn't wearing any kind of life preservation equipment. Yeah. And he just drowned or something else happened and they're just not saying what happened. Yeah, no. And that's why I'm thinking, um, when the spokesman for the police comes out and says there was no head trauma, I, I don't know if I believe that, dude. I believe, like, uh, why else would he just drown? He knows how to swim. He was paddleboarding. I'm sure he's paddleboarded, I mean, for a while. He was 45 years old. Yeah. And it's like... But even if you've never no paddleboarded before, that doesn't mean because you've never paddleboarded, now you just don't know how to swim. Yeah, but, like, see, like the, the second person who was there with him saw him struggling but sadly, quote, didn't make it there in time. It's like when you're paddle boarding with people, you're usually near them. You know what I mean? Like, hey, yeah. Yeah, you know, this is this and you, night, bro. And if you go to the length of jumping in and trying to get to them, yeah, you may not make it there in time before he's gone. But that, so you just leave him in the water? I feel like, or, any, I feel like yeah, any normal went, person said, uh, would, would just, even though they're, they're drowning and not breathing, they'd pull him out. Well, I think they couldn't find him, and I think that that's where they went and got a boat or something like oh, that. But maybe that's that's what I don't get. Is like how far away were you? You know, and and like if if this guy fell off his paddleboard, he's gonna just start swimming and be like, oh shit, that sucked. I'm gonna get back on. You know, yeah. Like something must have happened to this man to discombobulate him. Yeah, something that way. He either he hit, he hit his head on something. He had to have, or there's something else. What if he was drugged? He could have been drugged. Like, that's that's no, there has been no to toxic. What is that toxicology? Yeah, the toxicology has not been out, so, so it's not been I released. Mean, if he was under the so, influence yes. and was high as fuck, then that would yeah. that would uh kind of screw up your swimming style. <laughs> yeah, as soon as that happens, they're gonna come out with um his history of drug abuse, they're going to find something and some family member or something will come forward and be like, yeah, he's had a history of drug abuse. This has been a known problem. They're going to make this like a routine thing. Like, yeah, this, this is something regular. You know, it's obvious that he had a problem. Yeah. But I feel like unless they know about it, especially at a former president's house, you're not going to just have drugs be coming in and out of there. Yeah. They're going to know about it. Exactly. Oh, dude, what if it was, yeah, the same, uh, what if he was the guy with the cocaine? Oh, he was the guy that left cocaine in the house. Yeah, he does a bunch of shit, dude. He's like, uh, dude, that was just my fucking cocaine. I got some fentanyl over here. I got some he not shit. only provided the food, he provided the drugs. Yes. I don't know. So That's all. I'm just saying. I'm I don't know, guessing. man. Uh, 
Bex K again says, I paddleboard and the board is strapped to your ankle. So when you fall off, you won't lose it and you hold on and you can hold on. Yeah. It's like a surfboard. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, like with a surfboard, you got waves and stuff splashing you around. That shit, that board's going to go all over the place. This is like you're on flat ass water. water. Yeah. It's just flat. <laughs> and, you know, there's no waves or anything. It's like, why would you need a strap for this water? I just don't get it. Dude. Well, I mean, they do like float away pretty quickly. Like if you were to fall yeah. off, it'd be just like it just be, it'd be gone. You'd have to go chase after the motherfucker. So I understand having the strap so it doesn't get too far away. But even if it if you did fall off, you could use that strap to pull yourself to your board. Exactly. Yep. So um, in, in any circumstance, you could at least get a hand on the board, and you wouldn't drown. Yeah, I don't know. Overall, like to end it for me. I feel like they're putting out these pictures. They're having big accounts share these pictures, like the golfing picture of Obama yeah. to make this look like a big ass conspiracy. Yeah. I feel like make- I, with the whole golfing picture, just to put that to bed to me, I feel like anybody that knows anything about sports at all would know that that is not bandages. That's right. Either athletic tape or something else that they use. Well, and they, they clearly took all of the green out of the photo. So, I mean, I bet you those have a specific color to them, too. They probably, probably. had it, like, because they made it look like a Band-Aid. They, they did a right? Joe Rogan, but to him. Exactly, yeah. right? So, I'm thinking they're doing this to put this out there so that way it, this whole thing gets hyped as a conspiracy theory. Mm. Because, I mean, I just pulled up a uh, frickin' PolitiFact saying, fo- it says, quote, photos of Barack Obama golfing with bandaged fingers are proof of his involvement in Tafari Campbell's death. False, the false meter. You know what oh, I mean? God. So they're already kind of getting out of the story. They're getting ahead of the story with all this stuff. Yeah. And I feel like when you see stuff like this and there's nothing to back it up, like there was another viral tweet that um, somebody was saying they hired Obama's uh, personal physician. The guy, the chef, had uh, blunt force trauma to his head. And all this stuff, and it's like you have zero proof, but you're putting all this shit out there, and it gets recirculated. And when you see that kind of stuff get recirculated like hundreds of thousands of times, yeah. you kind of know that it's the system trying to work at this. Right? Like a- if you or me were to put out something like that, it wouldn't get circulated because we're not part, of, we're yeah. not integrated into that system. I've seen uh, several people put out, uh, they, they knew the real reason why he ended up dying. He saw that big Mike Dick and he had to go. Yeah, <laughs> he walked in. He walked yeah. in the wrong room and saw it swinging. He got clubbed. That's probably what knocked him out. They just threw him in the water with his paddleboard. Oh, he was paddleboarding with Michelle Obama, and she turned quickly, and it exactly. swung around and smacked him. Yeah, it was like that scene. Um, remember that movie from the '90s, Road Trip or something? And then, like oh, the yeah. old man Ned had a boner because he took some Viagra and knocked over the lamp. Yep. It's just like that, dude. That's exactly what happened. We solved it. There you go. So I don't know. What do you guys think? Leave a comment. I don't know. Like, honestly, I don't trust necessarily fully what the police are saying because they got caught in one lie. It's it's like, okay, well, you got caught in one lie, so maybe you might lie about something else. And why is the log blank? Yeah. Has anybody asked them about I, that? I feel I like it, I feel like if there's going to be any kind of coercion or corruption, the the local police are going to be very easy to do whatever mm-hmm. you want them to do. Especially if you're from Martha's Vineyard and you're a high profile person in the first place. Exactly. Yeah. 
right? I feel like there's a big click there. Everybody knows what to do. Yeah. It's like a lot of yes, sirs, you know, yes, ma'am. We got this kind of crowd going on. So I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the way it goes in every, every single movie and TV show there is. The small town cops always cover for the big names. Right. Yeah. So let's keep an eye on it. And when that toxicology report comes out, I bet you, Chris, I bet you you're right. I think he was on drugs, quote unquote. There's going to so? be something. I mean, I just threw yeah. that out of left field. So we'll see, I guess. Yep. I believe so. But yeah. Anyway, thank you guys so much for joining. Uh, leave a like, leave a five star rating and help us grow this show, baby. Yeah. Leave a like on this channel. Like it all you can. Blow up that like button. Leave a comment with any kind of theories or questions or comments you have down below and share with everybody you know you guys there we go chris cheersies brother good show guy later mm. all right bye-bye say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill